Hey, what's good, my amazing friends? This is Sarah Grace, and you are listening to The Remedy. Woo! What's up, you guys? That's right. That's right. Uh Uh-huh. Go shorty. It's my birthday. That's right. It's my birthday. And uh, you guys, I am so grateful for life. But man, it seems like my birthday, boom, it's like last year's birthday was just here. Now it's this year's birthday. It seems like the years are just whipping by so fast. Does it seem like that to anybody else? It seems like I blink and the next thing I know, it's another year has flown by. Well, I mean, I guess if you really look at it in perspective, like when you're five years old, a year is one fifth of your entire life. So it's, it is kind of sort of seeming like an eternity. When you're 35, it's one thirty-fifth of your life. I mean, that's, that's crazy fast. So really, I guess that it's all perspective. It's the 17th anniversary, you guys, of my 29th birthday. That's right. I'm turning 29, you guys, for the 17th time. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Now, you know, I'm not really one of those women, you guys, who lie about her age. I just am not. Look, I guess maybe it's because I worked in trauma hospitals and in trauma medicine for so long that the things I saw, the tragedies that I witnessed, listen, you guys, life is a gift. And growing older is actually a privilege that is denied to many. And I think maybe in those circumstances, I mean, I can't count how many times I saw someone lose their life or someone be diagnosed with a condition that would be the end of their days. I guess working in that scenario kind of gives you a new outlook on birthdays and how special it really is to be able to get older. So I guess, therefore, I don't really want to be, um, I don't want to, I don't want to take this gift for granted because life, life really is a gift. And I don't know, in this age, in this day and age, Hollywood, Hollyweird, you know, they've brainwashed us into thinking that we don't have any worth unless we are young. Or that even that if you're pregnant, that, you know, somehow, (laughs) somehow being pregnant is a curse or being a mother of lives is somehow a curse that needs to be undone. Somehow, we have been convinced to believe that life isn't sacred. And me turning 46, I mean, I don't feel 46. Of course, I don't know what 46 feels like, but I don't know. To be honest, turning 46, it's really hard to wrap my brain around that, actually. I mean, when I think of people in their 40s, and especially like in their mid 40s, I mean, that's like the age of my parents, right? My parents are in their mid 40s. Not me. <laughs> I'm still a teenager or I'm still that I, I always I feel like I'm 19. I guess that's the age that I kind of that sticks in my head. But then when I think about it, my parents are, you know, much older than that now. And now I'm the one who it's my turn to be in my mid 40s, which, you know, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for every year that I'm gifted. But it still is weird in my mind to think that I am the adult, you know, 
I don't know if uh, you guys feel the same. I guess most people probably feel like this. Like my husband's grandmother, she says that she uh, looked in the mirror one day and there was an old woman staring back and it shocked her. And she's in her 80s, but she said that inside she still feels like that 16-year-old girl. I can relate to that because when I look in the mirror, I'm like, wow, I still think I'm 19, but a middle-aged woman is staring back. It's a pretty wild, I mean, it's a trip, you guys. Time, time is such a trip. When I see people who I haven't seen in a while and their kids who in my mind are still like kids, but now they're like adults and they're getting married, it's like... I'm not old enough to do that, but I am. Or when I see friends of mine whose kids are having babies and now my friends are grandparents and I'm like, oh my gosh, how how did we get here? Time goes by so fast. I remember my dad when he was on his deathbed. And this really struck me because like we were talking about, birthdays coming so fast. My dad, when he was on his deathbed, I mean, I don't know. Okay, back up here a little bit. I don't know about you, but I've thought about my deathbed, you know, or I've thought about like someday when it's when I'm at the end of my life, what's that going to look like? You know, I don't know if you've ever thought about that, but I have. And I remember my dad when he was on his deathbed and he looked at me and he said, wow, Sarah, I can't believe I'm here that it's now, this is the time, this is my deathbed. It seems like just yesterday, I was a teenager. And that really struck me because <laughs> I, I feel like that on a regular basis. Like it seems like just yesterday that uh, I was getting married. It seems like just yesterday that I was, um, you know, in my teenage years and it just life goes by so fast. And what I get, you know, as a takeaway from like my dad or Eric's grandmother is life is precious. Don't waste it. Don't walk around like dissing your gray hair or maybe, you know, you have a little bit of that middle-aged spread. You know what I mean? A little bit of a little bit of a tummy and, you know, your skin's not as taut as it once was. And if you're like me and you've lived some years, you've experienced some pretty heavy trials. And maybe your body is a roadmap of those trials that you have experienced. But those heavy trials, you guys, your life has been used to bless others. Your experiences, they've been used to shape others' experiences, just as somebody else's experiences before you were used to help you walk through the experiences that you were, helping to lift your head up in your time of need. None of us have, have any real idea of the impact that our lives have on others or that the impact that our lives have on the whole of humanity and all of human history. We don't know how my life or how your life is going to be the ripple in the pond that will affect others that, who knows, maybe my ancestors from a hundred years ago or someone else that wasn't even my ancestor, their life rippled into my ancestors' lives and caused them to do certain things and, you know, get certain places and and ways that, you know, came now rippled down to my life and my life is rippling into 
others. You know, there is a movie with Ashton Kutcher. It's called The Butterfly Effect. But it, I mean, that's real. Our our lives affect others and other people's lives affect ours. And because of those effects, well, cause and effect. And we often have no idea or very little idea of the impact that our lives have on others. And some people really have a mentality that, oh, well, I don't really matter. My life doesn't matter. But, but that is exactly not the truth. Jesus said, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit and fruit that will last. That's John chapter 15, verse 16. You were made in the image of God with a unique calling, and you were chosen to be here in this life at this very time. You, you were chosen for this very day. That's pretty neat, isn't it? I think so. I want to encourage you today. Someone, you know who you are. Listening to this podcast right now, you are thinking that you are not worthy, that your life doesn't matter. That if you just sunk beneath the water, that the world would never miss you or that life would go on and no one would, no one, no one's life would be impacted by the loss of you. And that is just absolute lies from the devil. You may not know how your life is impacting others, but know this, you were chosen. You were made in the very image of God. And Jesus chose you and he appointed you so that you might go and bear much fruit. And that fruit that you're going to bear in your life is going to last. It's there for a time and a ripple. And I want to encourage you today. If you feel worthless, I am here to bring truth to you and to encourage you. Do you know God? Do you believe him? He made you and he gave you his very breath. I'm going to read you something, and this is amazing to think about. There was a moment when Moses had the nerve to ask God what his name was. God was gracious enough to answer, and the name that he gave is recorded in the original Hebrew as YHWH. Over time, We've arbitrarily added the A and the E, and that's how we get Yahweh, presumably because we have a preference for vowels in our, in our language. But scholars and rabbis have noted that the letters YHWH represent breathing sounds or aspirated consonants. When pronounced without intervening vowels, it actually sounds like breathing. So a baby's first cry, his first breath speaks the name of God. A deep sigh calls his name or a groan or a grasp that is too heavy for mere words. Even an atheist would speak his name, unaware that their very breath is giving constant acknowledgement to God. Likewise, a person leaves this earth with their last breath, when God's name is no longer filling their lungs. So when I can't utter anything else, is my cry calling out his name? 
Being alive means I speak his name constantly, on our very breath. When I think about it, breathing is giving him praise. Psalm 150 verse 6 says, Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. This is so beautiful, you guys, and it fills me with emotion. God chose to give himself a name that we can't help but speak every moment that we are alive. Every moment that you are alive, you hold the very breath of God in you. And with every breath that you take, you speak his name. Life is precious. Your life is precious. You guys, I want you to embrace every year that you are granted to accomplish what you have been called to do. So on this birthday of mine, I want to give you a gift. I want to give you the gift of love and loving encouragement. You are so loved by God that he has given you the very breath in your lungs. Psalm 139.13 says, For you created my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, and I know that full well. And I know that. I, Sarah, know that full well. And as I breathe in and I breathe out, and I'm blowing out my birthday candles. I want to thank you for helping to make me feel special. And I want to thank you for helping me live my life in the way that God has called me to be. Your life is precious. Life is precious. The very breath in our lungs speaks the name of God. I love you guys. And until next week, peace. Hey friends, this is Sarah Grace. I want to share a cause that's close to my heart. You've heard me mention my dear friend Bo. She's the one we walk together in those races. Well, it's time for me to walk alongside her. Her husband, our dear friend Willie, is fighting an epic battle with cancer. There are some new special treatments that could really help, but the cost? Well, it's a challenge. And we know that nothing is too great for our God. If you feel led to share the love of Christ in this way, would you consider donating? Go to givesendgo.com forward slash Willie's life. We would be eternally grateful. Thank you.